Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, what we love to do every single week is take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. We love it. We're obsessed. We talk about it all the time. And this week's topic is direct from my good friend Rod, because I'd never even heard of this until this week. Today, we're going to talk about the concept and the theory around self-determination. So self-determination theory is a thing, my friends. And we're going to unpack it today and talk a lot about it and try to figure out how it can help us through change. Rod. All right. Start us off. What the heck yeah. is self-determination theory? This is, I'm excited. This is, this is kind of like a throwback. This is, you know, a lot of our early episodes, we were diving into some uh, knowledge, uh, book read stuff. I do love knowledge. Well, or online yes. read stuff and YouTube. But, you know. Um, <clears throat> so self-determination theory is a psychological theory by, I was going to, I got to say it, like, you know, a couple of white old white guys now because they're in the, back <laughs> in the 70s when all professors were probably white men um yeah guys named dc not that there's anything bad about these two dc and ryan dc spelled d-e-c-i and ryan r-y-a-n and mm-hmm. they uh you know coming out of the 60s and into the 70s there was this um other line of i guess people were starting to do this research around motivation it's it's fundamentally a a theory around how people are motivated and you know back in the day that the idea was well you're motivated from extrinsic factors like if if, leslie if i want to get you to do something i'd say hey leslie can you like pick up my groceries i'll give you 20 bucks so i'm gonna like right give you like allowance that parents used to give kids right like i'll give you 20 bucks keep your room clean kind of a deal right totally so it's like you're motivated for the money it makes sense hey heck we're all motivated by money um or there's the uh don't do this you're gonna get in trouble uh the stick Mm. so that's like another thing is you know um if you don't clean your room you're gonna be grounded right you're in trouble and then um Somewhere along the lines, people thought, it's like, you know, we observe people do things sometimes without any extrinsic motivation. So they're intrinsically motivated. They're motivated by something Mm. inside. Um, And that can be a whole range of different things. But um, so as they got into the research, they realized, actually, there's, there's a lot of positive benefits from being intrinsically motivated. There's a staying power. So it's like I could pay you 20 right. bucks to get my groceries, but then the next time you're you're not going to do it unless you get paid again to do it. Um, but right. if you're intrinsically right. motivated, you're more likely to continue the behavior and do it in this with a sense of positive feelings around it. So so they a really mm. important thing about this and this is why I think it's worthwhile for us to talk about is is it's also a theory of well-being and engagement in life and things that you do is that if you have there's they they identify three needs three things that uh, need to be satisfied for somebody to feel good about what they're doing and have like a staying power to that and well don't keep us waiting what are those three <laughs> things <laughs> and i 
I'll tell you that though I, as I kind of was reading a lot of this stuff, um, this the name self determination theory is kind of weird. So like, it's always it's one of these things. I don't think it necessarily. It sounds helps. fancy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it sounds sound fa- it sounds like one of those things that I won't remember. I'll remember the theory, but I won't remember what it's called. It's yeah. what it sounds like to me, yeah. which is why it's important for me to understand the building blocks because okay. then I can keep okay. my head around it. All yes. Right, so here they are. So what it says is if you have kind of three fundamental needs, autonomy of action, meaning you're guiding right. your own action, um, competence and growing comp. And, and this is another thing is like it's a competence is like your ability, your sense that you like what you're doing, you're able to do. And it's mm. gr- you're growing in that competence. It's becoming a, a stronger competence. So it, it's a stretch, but then it's not. There's another factor. It's not too easy. It's like you're in this sweet spot. Right. And then um, relatedness. You're doing this in the context of a social environment with other, you know, connected to other people. People recognize the work that you're doing. They see it. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily mean recognize in the sense of recognition, which is a term we hear a lot. But it's, it's more of just people that matter to you. Um, are connected into and and related to your actions and that's and whatever it is. Yeah, like there's a there's a sense of like your people being proud of you and seeing what you're doing yes. and that sense of you know seeing each other's work and and um, caring about each other's work and yeah. and offering positive feedback and you know just being in the sense of being in truly in community is yeah. what I think of when when I think about relatedness I think about it as truly finding your people um and being in community with yeah. them yeah so now I'm gonna pause there's there's a bunch more to say but I'll pause there and I'll just you really had a bunch to say around relatedness. So how do you connect with the three things? So autonomy, competence, and relatedness as these fundamental needs for integration. I really... It so makes so much sense to me. So autonomy, I think of, you know, when I think of the challenges that organizations are having getting people to return to office, I think it's because we've had so much autonomy. I mean, the pandemic obviously was awful in so many ways. But it did give us a, a stronger sense of autonomy of managing our days of, mm. um, you know, you sort of you, my calendar was always jam packed, but I kind of started and stopped when I wanted how I wanted. and I just had a lot more control. Mm-hmm. It felt like I had a lot more control over my day. And so now I can see why it's hard to bring people back because there is a feeling of a loss of autonomy. If you say I have to be mm-hmm. in two days a week, three days a week, whatever, that feeling of loss of autonomy, I can see why there's a struggle in that from a change perspective. And certainly I don't like people telling me what I have to do. So even mm-hmm. just personally, this one, I, I really, that one makes sense to me. And and I think competence like I can see that and I can see the um, I can see the ba- it needing to be a balance of no one want competence makes me think of growth mindset that mm-hmm. you always want to have an open mind. You always want to be learning and curious and growing, but you want to have like a base, like a, a connectedness into the material at hand in enough of a way that you can even ask the right questions. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and point your curiosity in a way. And so I can see, I, I really, that one resonates with me as well. And then if you get, because if you get too good at something, you get bored. Right. 
Yeah. Right? Like you need to have a challenge. So competence can't be that you're not still challenged by things. It has to be more that you know enough about it and you love it enough that your curiosity is constantly peaked and you want to constantly learn more. Right. That's my that's my reaction is we we are literally talking about this for the very first time today, right now. <laughs> yeah. And normally we do like a little chat before, but like I, I love today because it's it really is just the flowering of this content and, and how we both relate to it. Yeah. I think it's cool. Totally. And when I was going to dive into this, I, I was thinking, oh, you know, our pal David Rock, who articulated mm-hmm. this the scarf model, it's like, now I know which research he, <laughs> he looked right? at. Right? Because, and, and, you know, which is great because he's based his scarf model on foundational research. And in scarf, there's... Uh, A is for autonomy. Yeah. And R is for relatedness. And arguably status and certainty you could connect to competence. 100%. Yeah. Because everybody likes to feel like they are a go-to person. You don't have to Mm. be a go-to person for everything, but that everyone has their one or two things that... Your, your friends will always phone you and say, how do you do that thing again? What was that thing? Mm-hmm. How do I navigate this thing again? Everybody wants that one thing in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is the whole status piece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. So let me, uh, a few interesting things that came out of this research. I'll also give credit. To, I mean, credit is like my, my deep, intense <coughs> hours of study that led to this podcast started with um, uh, author Daniel Pink. He wrote a book back in 2009 called Drive. And uh, he was talking about motivation. And uh, he referred to this, he kind of went into this theory and other aspects of it. Um, So I was taking stuff from him, taking stuff from, by the way, this YouTube is like the the teacher of the masses. Because I'd watch like, presentations from these guys dc and ryan like they're older now but they're still doing talks and debates around what their theory is wow that's cool yeah um the here's some interesting insights for example feedback now and rewards one of the things Mm. they uh uh, you, you have you heard of this thing where is if you like you shouldn't give your kids allowance to and tie it to chores because then they feel they need to be paid to do chores. Right. Yes, I have heard that. <clears throat> okay. So um, the uh, and versus seeing it as you're contributing to the household, you're a contributing member of the household. Right. And, you know, we all live here. And so we're all making the household a wonderful place for all of us to live. Like you are part of making it more about relatedness. Like, so bringing it as a making it intrinsic rather than extrinsic. Yeah. Right. Yes. Is that's what you're getting at with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it, and like because if you if you did, if you do, it will reduce that people doing any chores. You will have pe- kids doing less chores afterwards. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. now let's tie this to kind of worky situations. If you tell somebody, um, hey, you know, I'm going to give you, uh, they didn't even give money. I'm going to give you this really nice certificate, like fancy certificate if you do this task. And then other people, they they did in the study, they like, 
hey, could you do this task? And then they surprise them with a certificate at the end. And then a third group Ooh. is they didn't give a certificate at all. They just said, can you do this task? And they did it. Now, they brought them all back and they asked them to do the task again later. The group that was told they were going to get the certificate or the whatever, the money, the prize, did it less the next time. They didn't oh. have the group. but So the group that didn't receive anything did it just as much. And the group that had the surprise thing at the end did it just as much. So if you're taking this into like our world of, you know, with kids and work and stuff is recognition. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be money. It could even be just that like acknowledgement. If you, if people feel that they're going to do something and they know already the prize that they're going to get after it for doing it, you're guaranteeing removing their internal uh, motivation. And I don't that take guaranteeing lightly. Mind. It's like the, it's like the fundamental finding when they do this, these types of studies over and over again. And they did, I was going to say, they did the tests over and over and over and over again. And, and every time it came out that way? Yeah, they, even, they do this with like wow. a blood donation. They do this, they've done this in all different scenarios. Like how do you get people to donate more blood? If you, you know, there's this debate in Canada, they've changed it to say that they'll pay people for blood donations. Um, but they find that if you, yeah, you do that, you get get less um so that's wild it is wild yeah the other thing because i do find like and and what's so interesting even about that is you know you always hear when you're applying for a new job or looking for a new job that like ask ask for the money ask for what you're worth go for the money go for the money and even in our in our dialogue um we th we ourselves think that money is going to be the thing that motivates us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Like, money's great. Like, we all like money. Having money is lovely. Like, having a safe place to live and and all of that. Like, yes. Yeah. But it's so interesting how much I think we believe that money is the thing that's going to make us happier, more productive. Yeah. Have you know a better sense of wellness? But there's so much science behind that not being true. Exactly. Right. That there's that there's that salary cap where at a certain point you kind of reach peak happiness, and every dollar that you earn above that, your happiness actually starts to decline. <laughs> and that's what this makes me think of. Well. Well, it can. It can't. If you're focused, if you make decisions, so you, I mean, you nailed it. If you're making a decision and you're saying, I'm going to take this job, I'm going to do this thing because it's the money that's promised, you're like, you're setting yourself up to say, I've done this for the money, and that is not what your basic need is I'm for fulfillment. I'm never going to achieve happiness. Yeah. Like, you might, oh, you'll have this, you'll have right. this, okay, I did it, I got the money, I feel great right now, but that won't last. And you won't want to do anything again until, like, I'm not going to do the next big thing unless you pay me the money, even though I might kind of like it. So set yourself up. One of the big things was is you, you'll give recognition, give stuff, but make it unexpected afterwards. Right. So, um, and the same goes for, and this is like, <laughs> it's funny how nobody talks about it in our world because Everybody kind of likes the money, I suppose, but they talk about bonuses and it's, it's how the sense of the, 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 the bonus, uh, this is the same thing. It's like, do the work, 
get this stuff afterwards. It becomes your new bar for fairness of what you think is fairness and equity as well. Wow. And so the, the strong recommendation is, and this is how you described it, is it, don't focus when you're talking to yourself about why you're doing something. Don't ground it in the, the money because you're like, you're setting it yourself up to, uh, not have that basic need for, fuf- and which leads to fulfillment and positive engagement. You're taking away from it. And you know, I mean, I'm a happiness junk, like everything I can do to bring more happiness to my life is my, like, is the way I try to operate, mm-hmm. um, in my world. It's so, it's just so interesting. And again, like I, I, I want to acknowledge from a place that I say this from a place of privilege where, you know, I have what I need. I have a roof over Mm -hmm. my head. I can feed myself. I can feed my furry people, like all the, you know, all the things that matter most to me. So I I recognize that, but it is just so interesting. Um, And you know what, Rod, I don't know that I fully understood intrinsic and extrinsic motivation until you and I started talking about this today. Mm -hmm. It's always been a bit of a nebulous topic for me, but framing it in the context of this self-determination work, really, it really, really makes sense. If I were to take a job and, you know, I didn't have the... And like where someone was going to be over my shoulder all the time or my competence was questioned all the mm-hmm. time uh and i felt like i was an island unto myself there's no amount of money that would make that a happy situation for me mm-hmm. like literally no amount of money that would make that a happy situation for me yeah and i think about times when i've been in situations whether in relationships or whatever where those three things have come into question and and i think those have been times when i've been my least happy when i felt like i ha- i don't have autonomy when i don't have yeah. I'm starting to see competence as like a an ability to use my voice, an ability mm. to like, you know, to have my feelings and my experience of the world respected is how I'm starting to see competence as much as an ability to do a thing. Yeah. Um and then relatedness is a is an obvious one that yeah. you know, when that one's in jeopardy, it's uh Oh yeah. It's hard to feel happy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. The, I think there's so much when you, I, me too, like this was a great reminder of the things that I should be looking out for as I'm, I don't know, designing is not the right word, but trying to shape and yeah. like set things up. It, you know, it's, you're choosing happiness and like, also we take actions to enable our happiness. These are the kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. The, um. I'm feeling a happiness checklist. Come on, uh, Rod. <laughs> I'm feeling oh, yeah. like a, a to-do and to-don't list for personal happiness. And I am adding these three things oh, yeah. to my happiness checklist. Like things that you can like do it, do your rate on a scale of one to 10, whether or not the new activity or new job or whatever, how it relates in like now, right now, mm-hmm. these three things mm-hmm. is, you know, how much of these three things would you have on a scale of one to 10? And if the scores are really low, know that the chances of you being happy are fairly remote. Totally. Well, I mean, I'll connect since we connected scarf to this and we can see where scarf yeah. had its origins from. Um, there's another one we've talked about flow before by the uh yeah Mahali Chick sent Mahali um I always try to get his name right 
But so his his thing there is you get in a state of flow. It's the competent. You're in this right balance of your your mm. competence is being stretched. You're challenged, but not too yes. much. That would uh, so you can still do it, and it, and it definitely it's not too little. And you get you're able to focus on that whatever you're doing, and you get in this uh, this focus zone, and you're losing track of time because it, you're just your mind is thinking about or engaged in this activity. The, these are the kind of things, that you, yeah, you'd want to, I mean, I, or one, you see it connected into this model because it's like autonomy. You're controlling what you're doing and you're yes. building your competence. Um, yes. But you want to try to to design for. And then uh, the one of the things the when I was, I can't remember where I picked this up, but they were, the, they were talking about, it's like, well, what about stuff that, uh, like two things. Well, one is what about, Okay, you're in a job, you're doing whatever. Somebody you're doing a thing because you're effectively told to do it, like it's your job. Right. right. Which happens. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's like it's like not focusing on the money about your job. It's the, the point was is you can still there's a lot of autonomy in how you do it. And it, mm-hmm. if you you can find aspects and this is when ah. people talk about like looking for jobs that they like. It's it's is there things in the job that you're doing? that you you do get engaged into and can like and i and i was thinking about that for me it's like as much as others might think this is not fun but for me like i can get lost in you know working on a powerpoint slide and just get thinking about like what is the content supposed to come together and i actually can get into flow moments in work if i have time to spend on you know powerpoint or excel or whatever and so like that's an example of okay i'm doing the thing i'm doing i didn't decide whether i wanted to do that right ever but the act of doing it there's elements there that i can connect with and get uh feel my competencies building and i have control over what's coming together and that um so you may not have as much say over your what like what you do but your how you do it yeah is where you can think about how can I bring myself a sense of autonomy? Where can I use my competency the strongest? And where can I phone a friend if I need to get oh, unstuck yeah. on something? Or that's a that is a really that is a great way to find happiness in a moment where again we may be working on something that doesn't completely charge us up or feel like it's gonna fill up our cup or whatever the language is that we all yeah. like to use these days. But that we can still find that. We can still seek that out in the moment. That's incredibly powerful. Yeah. I also think about this, like, it makes me think if I'm being interviewed for something, if I'm talking to someone about something, a job, whatever, I'm my questions are going to be about this from now on. Like, how much autonomy? Where will my competency be stressed, stretched? Yeah. And, you know, what's the, what is the, what is the team dynamic like? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like understanding this before we go into anything new is so important. If we, you know, now that we know that this is such an internal, get your, get your engine stoked, get your, you know, get your internal fires going. Totally. You know, yeah. And it's the, can I add into Mm. that? It's like, I would want it. So the kind of dialogue that we do, which is why I love our chats and our podcast it's like i realize i don't think 
through the ideas or it's not it's kind of interesting when i'm reading about it beforehand but it's it becomes way more engaging for me when i can talk about it with others and yeah. is that related so, yeah and I, I i realize i guess part of that is you know we evolve our thinking by talking but then i feel it's the recognition and the the back and forth yeah. that i i value as well like recognition is like oh yeah here's a good point like let's expand on it what can we do with that idea like it's it you're you're right about looking for those fundamental things that um it, f first of all figure out what's a, what you like and how you like to do that work and looking for that in any role uh in a situation um uh, because you, you just got to respect that you're going to need it to have the right environment for you and i wonder as well if our French, I wonder if each of these three things, I mean, there must be a scale to which each of these three things is important to us, right? Like, I'm sure not mm -hmm. all three things are rated the same for each individual. For some, autonomy is higher, for some, competence is higher, and for some, relatedness is higher, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Like, mm -hmm. I don't imagine it all being at the same level. And I wonder if our friendships are based on like having similar high scores in something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, because I, I feel oh. like. I feel yeah. like you and I are, I, I like for me, so much of my life is about relatedness and, mm -hmm. a, and a deep feeling of connection with people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have that with you. And like, I just, I, I would, that is something that for me above all else, feeling like I'm part of a team, feeling like I'm part of something bigger, mm -hmm. um, really deeply matters to me. And that personal connection really deeply matters to me. I wonder if there's something in that. Yeah. We That's, might have to do some thinking and yeah, explore yeah, yeah. that one. It's true because the uh, I, one of the things I heard when someone was saying autonomy was that was stronger than others, but then really it probably was their perspective. That right, they were commenting right. on that. They they did uh, like a question comes up is well, wh okay, these are three fundamental needs, but I could think of others. One uh somebody pointed out was benevolence like volunteerism uh right working right. for the for the benefit of others which is which and it's like yeah there's a lot of merit there like people there's a lot of a lot of research that shows if if you do things for the benefit of others uh you feel better it's yeah um so it's uh there, there's other things that can come into the way that the Ryan, the guy responded to that is like, yeah, there's definitely other things that either can be secondary, secondary in the sense that they might apply to some people, but not everybody, which is your point. Like so people in their individualism mm -hmm. will have things that really matter to them that are other things that you or or of these three, one stands tall. But there might be even then there's something else. And I, I, uh. I mean, another topic that we should dive into is the purpose. You know, everyone is like, yeah, have to have a purpose and a why. And I wonder how much I'd have to look into this, but how much is that a fundamental human thing or how much is that like mode for our times? Yes. And also like a bit of a Western privilege thing too, right? Like, is yeah. that yeah. like, you know, like, I, I, I don't know, or and or could one say that purpose is a combination of autonomy and relatedness? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I feel like autonomy, competence and relatedness are kind of the building blocks. Mm -hmm. 
And then you can plug and play, like move the Jenga pieces around and you can plug and play and see it play out in a bunch of different ways in life. Like that, that I can 100% see. I think, you know, I, I think that, um, but this is what, what an incredible foundation to have to build Mm -hmm. on, to think about, you know, like this is a, you've got my, um, my brain, twirling and whirling things around today rod i'm loving it i might even do some research what what research yeah me come on now but legit i might actually use the googles today yeah <laughs> after i do a lot of thinking about how does this manifest in my life because you know that's always my first step rod is yeah. always huh how do i experience this right. this is so interesting and then i'll and then, but i might even do some research this is so cool. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this topic yeah. forward. I'm so, I can't wait to dig more into it. It's so neat. Thank you too. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Rod. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye.